All right, welcome to episode 469. Uh, we are fresh back from West Texas, and we didn't have an episode last week, and I figure... The world still spins. We all still yes. survived. We figure at this point, there's so many podcasts. Shut get up. You to get caught up, you know? like There's also 10 years worth of a catalog. I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah. Entertain we, yourself. We'll be back. Some, somehow, I screwed it up that we... I thought you keep we had doing an extra this episode. Yeah, you keep <laughs> you keep doing this. Where we're gonna go to way, go away someplace or do something, and yes. you're like, we don't have an episode. I'm like, yeah, I knew that, and that's weird because I've I should tell you for days. I, well, the thing is, I should start like communicating because normally I'm just like, he knows, he knows, <laughs> of course he knows. And then nope. later you're like, I didn't know, and I'm like, well, <laughs> shit. Like, it's, uh, I guess I should have. I said guess something. I should have said something. Why oh. didn't I do that? <laughs> like it's yeah. yeah, it's one of those things. So, yeah, I figured we'd talk. It's just me and Owen hanging out, and we're going to talk about the trip. Yep. Um, uh, we're talk about, I got some new additions. Uh, that's, you did? Uh, cool. yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I love it because it was, dude, check this out. Cool. And then three days later, why didn't you show me this? I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll start there. I so, showed it to you. <laughs> so this is the cool thing about why technology. So we're driving. I think we were on our way. We were, we were in on New our Mexico. way down, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, um, um, uh, I guess for a moment we had a connection, and I'm flipping through, and I was looking at uh, Mark Goyer's um, uh, site, Mark Goyer Reptiles, and right. on there he he had um, uh, coastal carpet. Yeah, and I was like, a caramel stripe. Yeah, how is this thing for sale? It's gorgeous. Like, Wait a minute. It's He's so pretty. It's like, like a, it's like a caramel M pen. It's so nice. Yeah. It's yeah. yellow and yellow has all that. Oh my god. Citrus tiger gray yep. lavender yep. tipping yep. on the side. And like I do when I want something and I'm like feeling broke, I'm like, I will show this to Eric because <laughs> he agrees he might buy it and then I'll know where it is. Yes. So I showed it to you. I showed you Mark's entire thing when we were sitting waiting for the plane in Philadelphia. Yeah. And you were like, Yeah, that's cool. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess he's you know <laughs> guess he's full on caramel shit. Like, and I guess it's all right. I'll just have to stare at it longingly and pout and um Well, this isn't even a caramel. It's from caramel, yeah. but it's right. not a caramel. But right. Yeah, I, I'm on. with you. You're showing it to me, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's nice. Cool. Yeah, nice, nice. I don't know if it was the, I don't know. I don't know. I, and I just saw it, and I was like, oh, well, I have to buy this. <laughs> <laughs> you look at it, you're like, dude, this is freaking awesome. I mean, like, I'm going to I'm gonna call him right now. And then he's. you're like, man, did you see this? I'm like, I showed it to you. And you're like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh. So then I contact Mark. I say, is this animal for sale? He says yes. I PayPal him the money, <laughs> and yeah, it was that simple. In New right. Mexico, in the middle of the desert, New Mexico, uh, middle of the desert, you're buying snakes because yes. again, then you're and you're talking with uh, Justin about pygmy python. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, there was like you were shopping hardcore this weekend. I don't know what or last week. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Well, I'm trying to cut down on certain things, finish off projects, sort of like what you're you what you're trying to do, where you have a lone female for this, and you're looking for that perfect male. Right, 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 right. Male. You know, unfortunately, we get to the point where I'm like, I will take any black face, white lip that arrives that is female. I don't care if it's got one eyeball; I will figure it out. So right. it's, but 
I understand that. And, uh, um, it's funny because you and I were talking a lot about me chopping projects and stuff like that. And Rob Stone told us that we're both insane for the number of snakes that we have. And the fact that yeah. I scrub waterbulls, um, once well, a week, yeah, that's just silly, man. I don't know. I, I don't, <laughs> that's, that's I, just, I, I will change my ways. I promise. I, that's just a, you you would save so much time by not scrubbing waterbulls. I know, but you know, it's zookeeper uh, in my brain. Die hard. I, get yeah, I know it. what they do. <laughs> now I look at them. I'm like, they're dirty. It's like, no, they're not just, just <laughs> fill the water. It's fine. Like it's, I also what? threw in a uh, a Russo Redline children's python. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I mean, if the box is coming, it yeah, might as well. well. It's I mean, like it's like how Roden Pro gets you. Yeah, eighty percent <laughs> of this box is filled. <laughs> yeah, you still have five. You still five percent. You want to throw a bag of quail in there? I do. <laughs> like it's okay. Yeah. And then so. the other cool thing that I have coming, which I didn't buy this when we were in Texas, but mm. I got a Woma male from Brett Bender. Uh, that, uh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. You got he's female that I got. And something else is coming. Uh, what's that from Brett? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I've been talking to him about roughies and, um, he's still trying to get them going. <laughs> ah, son they're, of a bitch. <laughs> they're a little tricky, but I, um, I hear that, you know, yeah, I mean, definitely, that, uh, that's another that, that one doesn't another worry one. me at all. You know, I don't, I don't wake up, I don't wake up bolt up right like Frankenstein in the night, going like, how will I feed the ruffies if I get them? Yes, I, yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't know if they're. I guess I've heard, I've like heard carpets, right? Be, Lizards. I've heard they could be as annoying as chondros, oh. or as easy as your most brain dead carpet python. Okay, so it's a, it's a great. Back. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, I'm hoping to get, um, especially I saw today on Facebook, uh, Lori Torini, um, she got uh, a rough rookie scale. from Ralph. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they're out there. Um, I just figured, you know, Not I get mine. a female, uh, <laughs> yeah, I get a female, see how it goes and then yeah. uh, go from there. I mean, if you don't like it. I can always I, get I, it can, I can I can maybe take it. I don't think I'll be doing that, but you I'm know, stay, you know but the safety net, you know, throwing right. it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh so let's see. So we're gonna talk about maybe uh, our upcoming breeding season. And I know today <laughs> you were well, we were putting our list together in the you it's know, a long car ride in Texas. Texas <laughs> and a long car ride of you and um, I were both at one point sitting there writing out what we were gonna do this season. And I'm like, yeah. I, and I remember telling you, I'm like, I'm gonna take it light, I'm gonna take it easy. I'm only I'm not gonna do any caramel pairings, I'm probably not gonna do any bread lie pairings. You know, I already have babies for that, so no point in pumping out more. Right. Um I'm like, all right, so just that, not bread lie, not that. And I gave a bunch of my adult carpets, female, the year off. And I'm like, okay, I have 24 pairings. I'm like, no, <laughs> like, it, was, yeah. it must be easier. Like, Wait, that's a like, like yeah, listen, no rhinos, <clears throat> no, no rhinos, no caramel carpets. My female tiger has bred three years in a row, so she gets a year off. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, like, dude, it, it, it just... It's the there. I mean, the jungles are still breeding. I'm, I can maybe cut down one jungle carpet female, um, but she's only bred two years in a row, so I can do a third year from her. Um, I just got like a bunch of my females just became of age, so like you know, I got like uh, two tiger pairs going. I have 
the the caramel head exanic going again. It's just like all there's still stuff. Plus, then you add in Ruffies, Timors, Olives, White Lips, um, all three Madagascar hogs. Uh, I'm not doing Cali Kings, but I got a corn snake pair. I got the white side of black rat snakes going. It's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, wow. Trying to make it, trying to make it easier on myself. And they're all still there. Like I, if I were, if I wanted to, I could have probably over like 60 something pairings this year. If I really went at it. Wow. Can you imagine 60? No, <laughs> Can no. You imagine workload though. No. So I think that's the thing that, I think you have to learn this the hard way because I know I did. Yeah. And uh, like the amount of pairings you have and the amount of work, it just seems like it's not going to be as difficult yeah. as it really is. But once you pass like 20 pairings, you have a lot of work. A on lot your of hands. babies. Dude. Like that, <laughs> when you start getting to the point where you could easily have <laughs> over 100 babies, that's yeah. a lot of work. And the yeah. problem is, is that gone are the days where they hatch out and they eat and then immediately the entire clutch sells. Yeah. Like that does not happen unless for certain species or certain things like rare, rare stuff. Um, So it's just like, you know, uh, it's not going to go like and without shows, I can't really go to a show and just unload a bunch of the babies that I want to unload. I try to find a person who wants to do wholesale and then I still have to ship them to them. So, yeah, it can be. uh like I said, it can be, yeah, it can be a lot of work. And It is. It can know. be. And also, like, you know, if you get a bunch of, well, I mean, let's put it this way. I got 13 rhinos. Four are eating. Oh, wow. Okay. And out of those four, only one is eating consistently. Wow. So. Well, is that good? Is, is, I think that's that's not bad, right? It's rhino For stuff. I mean, I'm not going to, like, I, I've had four animals take meals. I've had one animal take a meal every time offered. So, uh, the next step is I have to go get fish. Oh, and that's you know, just, and this is something you got to deal with. You got to be prepared that, but that's 13 babies that I like, you know, you're working at, you're stressing at, you're doing this. And I almost, I feed them. I fed them yesterday, right? I didn't feed the baby carpets. Cause I'm going to do that tomorrow because you imagine feeding all the baby carpets and then having to go and try to feed like tease feed a bunch of baby rhinos. No, thanks. <laughs> You'd be there for hours. Hours. Yeah, I, th- I think like, um, I don't know, man. I think like maybe the problem, maybe sometimes the issue with like some of these rare species is mm-hmm. the that you don't see them as much in captivity is because they're a little bit on the trickier side to, right. uh, to get going. So you're not going to see them in, you know, like for animals that are, you know, easier to get going and start. I, I would think that. That 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 has to come into play if you're doing this as a full time gig, you know. You need to you need to understand that. I mean, let's put it this way: if if you're doing this as full time, the majority of your animals need to be something that will obviously be marketable, and also that you don't really have to worry about too much. That is pretty easy to get going. Because yeah. if you were to breed an entire room of shit that's hard to get going and rarer to keep alive, then what's the point? The amount of time, effort, money that you put into it would not be kind of worth it. Um, yeah. With that being said, if you're a really large facility, you can kind of counteract that with the fact that you have other rooms. Like, like you know, you got four rooms full of ball pythons. You got one room full of rare stuff. Right. Yeah, the rare stuff takes a while, but the ball python shit sells all the time, you know, 
or corn snake or, you know, whatever. Yeah. I would think it just like, I think, I think I, again, I'm just, I'm just guessing, but I think part of the whole thing, like why, you know, chondro breeders sort of stick with that one thing is because, you know, if you have a couple clutches of chondros, you got your work cut out for you, man. (laughs) You know what I mean? So like, that's going to take up a a huge chunk of of time. Yeah. I mean, and And that's uh, something that it's like, all right. So I've had my baby rhinos for about, I've had my rhinos for about four years. uh Um, this is my first season breeding them. Right. This might be the last season breeding. <laughs> Depending on how stressful there, and how annoying on. this gets. Like it might be one of those, whoop, got baby rhinos. Rob, what's your address? And then just <laughs> Yeah, poor He's, Rob, man. He your gets problem is rhinos to get going. <laughs> just a box. It's like, what? No, not again. I got my own snakes to get going. Tough Shut luck, up, man. But it's, I mean, hopefully, and that's the other thing is that, you know, maybe one year's bad, but then maybe next year gets better. And then maybe the year after that, it gets easier or I figure out methods or ways and stuff like that. Like, let's put it this way. What really sucks is I got the 13 rhinos and I have 22 snow corn snakes. Uh (laughs) Open the corn snake bin, drop the pinky in, close the bin and just eat it. And I'm like, why can't you do this? this, Right. (laughs) So. Yeah. Wow. So like, uh, for, for me, I think, you know, I, I had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, I had like seven possible coastal pairings and I'm mm. like, I'm thinking about it and I'm like, coastal mm, pairings, what the hell is this rogue? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to do all of these, but I'm definitely going to breed the hypo and the tiger jack. Thank God. That'll Thank happen. you. God. Um, my M pen male, my Eric Hernandez, uh, female, that I, should be cool. I'm running into a problem where I have, no male coastals that are not jaguars. Yeah, that's a problem. It is. <laughs> I need well, more. I, will I need make more. you some. Thank you. <clears throat> like, you, like I want hypos, but I don't want them to be like. I don't want them to be jag. I just want hypos. Yeah, I know. That's the thing about breeding. So the reason that um the reason that I, I so this tiger jag I'm talking about is a uh, um from uh, Jason Balen mm. and um well. That snake sort of has special meaning to me in a certain way. You know, that was the one that for a while I gave to Matt, and then Matt was like, you know, I'm not really doing anything with this. And, right, right. You know, he gave it back, which I was excited about. But like, that was like the that was a that was a big purchase for me. I mean, I think that was like a thousand dollars when I for a tiger jack. You for know, tiger jack. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, my talon was a thousand dollars when I bought him in two thousand eight. You know, so my hope is that I produce some type of hypo that's striped that's a tiger, right? And that's, then, yeah. and then I can uh, retire her. See, the but tiger your, jag. your track record, dude, it's like you're going to get maybe like one hypo oh, no. and a jag, <laughs> and then the rest are going to be jags. <laughs> and know. then you and I are both going to be disappointed. We'll be like, shit. Well, I'm also <laughs> going to do hypo to Exanic. Thank you. Oh, ah. <laughs> so I got those two I cards. Just want hi- I just want hypos, none of the new stuff. I just want that. Well, it would be hypo, quote unquote, head Exanic. And I don't know if you saw that one that Nick had that was head Exanic, but yeah. that thing was really yeah. shit. God, um, I, should, I should just send you a tiger female. <laughs> just here. <laughs> just, well, that's a possibility as well. I got, I mean, I got one. I didn't send you. Yeah, here. Just, uh, just get, just 
get the jazz together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and even for her, it's sort of like a breeding project that you want to close the door on, you know, it I want yeah, I I I I to understand who I've bred her, close the door. And I'll still keep her, but just because, like I said, she was like one of those first. I mean, I'm in things. quarantine. I can spin here and look at the other projects that we've closed the door on here at EB Morelia. He's <laughs> over here. Yes. Like he's right over there. I can stare at him right now. Right. No. Which is crazy. So how did you know? How, I mean, that's kind of weird that you actually picked that up from the show. And then, you yep. know, I would kill somebody for this jacket. And now he's here. And now you have it. <laughs> so there you go. I know. I have, to take, the world goes I have around. to take pictures of him so I can get a, get a, uh, his cage cards. Cause I, during my furlough, I'm like, I'm going to do cage cards where it's like, it has like what they eat and their natural history. And then who their family ties are within the room. Right. And then a picture of them so I can get it and print it and laminate it. And then I kept getting new snakes and I'm like, have to add this. <laughs> I didn't print it cause I kept going and I'm like, God damn it. Like stop. So <laughs> I can finally get that finished up uh, before I go back to work. Um, oh, that's cool. On October 5th. So yeah. And then that red mail that I posted. Yes. Um, screaming red coast. I posted yeah. it on my Instagram yeah. and Facebook page, probably the last one that's up there. But, um, um, I'm breeding her, uh, him with that. Uh, I call I call her Akko because I thought yeah, she was a boy. Oh no, <laughs> she turned out to be a girl. Boy, <laughs> but uh, and then of course Molly. I'm gonna hit her up with Molly. So hopefully I produce some more red tigers. Thank God. Get the like I said. Get the jag out of there. We just yeah. want the stripes. Yeah. Just go. Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. Holy shit, man. That, that snake is smoking hot. I mean, the, the Russian red's done with quarantine, so I'll just bring over the tiger female <laughs> that she sent over here. Here, breed this to a hypo. <laughs> like, I'll bring yeah. her over. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then uh I don't know. I you know, obviously I'm gonna do uh, a, a big one for me is the um Citrus Tiger had albino stuff. Um, hopefully. Dude, my female shed yesterday, and yeah. I guess she went through a growth spurt when I wasn't paying attention. She's a beefy female, and I'm like, oh. Nice. I hope the males can do it. <laughs> like, I hope the males <laughs> albino can actually get off his ass. And right. Well, that's cool. So, and then I have a whole bunch of Poplar and Garbage pairings, so that should, yeah, be, that should be cool. Pass. Um, <laughs> weird one is, is that I have um, the zebra jag that yeah. hatched in my incubator and escaped oh, the he's red here one. now yeah okay yeah and i have a zebra from brinkley oh, and okay. i'm like well screw it i'll toss them together and i'm like ah crap i'm doing a zebra project that <laughs> 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 happened like you know it's well, that this, a cool pairing you well, might this just like red zebras yeah well this zebra i thought was a male for the longest time right and it's one of those in-betweeners when you probe it uh-huh but it has not bred with any of the females it's ever been put in with. So probed it again this year and it did not go as deep. So I'm like, you're a girl, you're a girl. That's it. You're done. Female. So. Hmm. Yeah. I had a couple of, I have a couple of them that I thought were, which is another good one is um, I have the Xanic Jag here. And mm-hmm. I'm going to pair that with my uh, head exanic from Kohler. And she was supposed to breed last year, but she didn't go. But she put on a nice amount of weight. So I'm hoping to get exanic jags. But I'm also more hoping along the lines to get some, like, good-looking exanic coastals. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, 
I think that's, yeah, that's something that uh, I see a lot of Exanic Jags, but I don't see a lot of Exanics. But Exanic Tiger, man. Next year. Next year. I got that one from Ryan. Like, and it's one of those like 100% het Exanics. Yeah. yeah. But she looks like silver. Yeah. <laughs> like, every, and like, like silver. And I'm like, it's one of those where that thing is so obviously het Exanic. It is almost Exanic. So. Um, yeah, which next is year, a crazy thing. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, so next year you have the female, she's a hundred percent head exanic. Mm-hmm. And then I have a male head exanic. And then I have the male exanic jag, which would you do? So male exanic jag head exanic. What was the other one? So the males, the, the males are an exanic jag. Yeah. And head exanic. Okay. And the female is a tiger head exanic. Would you do the jag or the head exanic hit the boy? Probably now I would do head exanic. However, I will say that I think if you breed the jag to the tiger, mm-hmm. you're gonna get nicer stripes. I, I think so too. And I don't I don't really know if that's even just it could be just that if you're if the jags that we're using have maybe tiger in the in the gene. Yeah. So maybe that's why, uh, at least for me, I'm seeing better stripes. But or you know, they'll at least organize the they'll organize yeah. the back stripe. Yeah, if you get yeah. that spot, like so, like Molly 2.0. Yeah. You know, I really think that, and it could be total bullshit, man. I, I I'm just again, I'm just throwing jello at the wall. The Got wall. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some thoughts or whatever, and uh, you know, um, that's one thing that uh, I learned after this trip is the sort of not talk, you know, I say it all the time, but like in definitives, like, oh, I know what's going on. I don't have have no goddamn idea. (laughs) You know, I just know what I see. And it seems like in all the, the, the carpet pairings that I've done, when I've used a Jag with tiger in the bloodline and I breed it to something striped, the normals have better stripes. Yeah, I would agree. So it'd be a way to get potentially an exanic tiger out of an exanic tiger to an exanic jack. And then, and then, and then you imagine really, really clean. Or you have that, not, what do we call it? Caramel, caramel oh. exanic? Oh, Ruger. Yeah. He's, and then you, you put that into the mix? He's oh, not eating, man. man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I know you can't do it next year, but. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. no. <laughs> although, although he does love food. Yeah, so okay, well, yeah. it, it's one of those, like, you're my I favorite. I you, Owen. You're, you're I'm sure you can get him to the color. side. He's the perfect storm. He's my favorite because of the color, because of the pattern, because of what he means. Also, he loves food and he's a coastal. Like, I mean. <laughs> You have checked all the boxes. Checked all the my boxes. Friend. Also, he's kind of mean. <laughs> like it's, and then you find yourself feeding that one even more. <laughs> like, oh, I had to make sure I, I feed admit, that one this I week. Admit what I'm going through, I'm like, hey, you find the bigger mouse. No, that one's for Ruger. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ruger. <laughs> he gets the big mouse. Quality. Like, here you go. Get bigger. Grow, my beautiful baby. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I eventually, thought, you'll get in there, but I, I, I definitely want. I want more animals that are not Jaguar. Yeah. And that is an unfortunate thing because right now almost all my males with this exception of two are Jaguar. Really? Yep. The problem oh. is that one is a caramel head exanic and the other one is, is a male is a, is a head exanic coastal. Everything else is a Jaguar something. Wow. 
So I I, I added to the problem. Me so bad. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. But the, the thing is, that was never the problem because the right. problem was always the males, the morph. Right. And the females are where you put the building blocks. Like you breed him to a really good looking female. So the females are where I have all these one note, one morph animals. I have like, I have my, I think the only combo female that I have combos female. I have the um, tiger head exanic and I have the caramel jag head exanic. Everything else is like a tiger, a caramel. <laughs> like it's that. Right. So, <laughs> so I, I, you know, the other one that I want to do, I want to get a big clutch of citrus tigers. Like every year it seems like I, I do a clutch and then I somehow jack up the eggs. This past year I got, I think I got six the year before that. Um, I think I, you know, the year <laughs> before that I bred her not to a citrus tiger. So I want to make sure that I have like a nice group of them. So that, uh, you know, I can sort of like, you know, give, give them a break, the older animals, cause they're like yeah. on 10 years now. Um, and, uh, just so that, that line gets out there and then I'm going to start, you know, crossing it to other stuff. I'm curious to see what it does with red. I'm you know, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I mean, uh, this year potentially, uh, which I forget that I have animals, <laughs> The 24 pairings does not include animals that I have on breed loan. So oh. <laughs> it's like, I forget those yeah. all the time. And it's just like, oh, shit. So this year, um, I sent my male Hycon, pure Hycon right. Scorch okay. to Buddy's. Okay. And Buddy has a um, HCQ Tiger female from Wilbert. Okay. So they're going to breed. So Oh, nice. It's it'll be high percentage high contrast Queensland. Um probably the highest percentage high contrast Queensland that has been produced in a very very long time. Yeah. Um cuz he's 100% and she's I think at least a 50 because she was high con to tiger at one point. Right. Um or she has Hycon in her lineage. Is that so, his newer stuff that he's doing with Hycon, or is this, a, this is an older animal? She's a 2018, I think. Um, oh, okay. That's newer stuff. Okay. Newer stuff. So it's not ideal, but it's the best you're going to get. So hopefully that happens. And I still have that Hycon female that's a 50% Hycon. So right. either way, hopefully we can start getting some. I want to try to get it to at least 88%. You know, Will Bird's a perfect example of, um, and I'm sure he probably kicks himself for this because his pro he's the guy that pretty much started the Citrus Tiger line, right? He's the, he's the guy, right? Mm -hmm. And um, he doesn't have any of it because he yeah. sold it all. He yeah. didn't hold anything back. And I, I never, that, I never understood that. Well, I talked to him about it, and like he had, he had a few that he. Well, I shouldn't say. He, well, let me back that up. It's not that he didn't hold anything back. I think the stuff that he that he held back a few and something ended up happening to them or some, some, something something along those lines. But anyway, um, you know, he that that's really like that's a kick in the kick in the nads, man. Because like you do a project and then you're not involved in it anymore. And and so I think why he went back to that high con stuff, and I know he hit me up a couple of times wanting to get some citrus tiger stuff. And yeah. you know. 
I told him, I was like, well, Will, I'm not really selling anything. <laughs> so, like, the only stuff I really have is the head albino stuff. Um, but he wanted just the, the straight citrus tiger stuff. So, you know, and I know why. He's yeah. beautiful animals. But, like, now he's trying to, I guess, get back to that. But I, I think that the struggle is going to be is that that one female, I, he doesn't have that female anymore, but that one that just really established the line and separated it from the high con stuff. So he took the high con tiger and bred it to the, mm-hmm. the girl that, you know, founded the citrus tiger line. So, so I guess if it's a 2018, then it must be from stuff he was trying to, you know, like resurrect that type of tiger. Product. Yeah. And I think unfortunately by that point, a lot of the high con founder animals were gone. Yeah. You know, and I understand with that project because it is a mixed project. It's not a pure coastal project. It's not a pure jungle project. It is one with a bunch of question marks mm-hmm. that that might be something that maybe the popularity wasn't there enough for him to sustain or to, 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 complete, to kept, continue the project, which yeah, I get, but it's also unfortunate. You know, we all, we all fall victim to the, we were space is limited. You know, we all don't have airplane hangers as snake rooms. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> uh, it's just one of those things. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's, 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 it, you know, you make the call, you, you yeah. think it's the best, you just, I'm, I, the reason I say it is I'm just saying that like, you know, be careful with, uh, you know, the listeners should be really think about what they're keeping and what they're getting rid of. And well, I mean, it'd be like, imagine if you got rid of all the poison Ivy babies and then they took <laughs> off. I mean, like what sense would that make? Like it. Well, I, that's kind of what Jake did, right? Jake. Yeah. Did, they yeah. all patched out normal. And he's like, ah, this is, I bullshit. mean, to be, to be honest, <laughs> if, you think about it, if you think about it, that happens more often than not. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that yeah. we, the, the, the guy who originated caramel, um, hatched them out. Paul Harris sold them all and bought them all. You know, uh, Stonewash, a bunch of people had those things and it all kind of, you know, went through that stuff. So it it, it is what it is. But um, I don't know. I don't know if I would be able to do that, which is my problem because I'm like, I'll cut back. And then I'm sitting downstairs. I'm like, what projects will I cut? Oh, no, I like this one. Oh, I like this one. Yeah. Oh, I like this one. <laughs> I like this one. Right. That one can go. Hooray! We've got, so we got rid of one snake. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I know. And you know, um, so we took a trip out to. That's right. Rob. We should probably talk about Texas because we haven't done shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like... yeah. Um, well, well, I've just finished it. And you know, yeah, yeah, for yeah, me, yeah. the big thing is, uh, you know, the diamonds, the inlands, and my first shot at uh, bread lie and then I'm, for other pythons it's just children's pythons we'll see how that goes yeah i'm not um, allowed to talk about inlands anymore apparently i tease people with my wanting inlands and never actually buying them <laughs> this is true sorry justin this is true. <laughs> it's not like he has some that are available i mean yeah i don't want to talk about it <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so uh so yeah we took a trip out to uh rob's we flew into colorado and um we met up with Justin and Rob, and then we headed down through New Mexico to West Texas. Yes. Um, we so, did all that. I'm going to talk about, uh, for, well, the reason that I sort of shifted gears there for a second was because I was talking about Rob's collection, you know, and mm. Rob has been on me for a long time to, to sort of like dial it back, you know. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, 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 it's just like, you know, you would enjoy your snakes more, you know, this kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, after seeing, finally being able to see his stuff in person. It makes you know? sense, doesn't it? Like, it's like, <laughs> oh, this is <laughs> what a dialed back collection looks like. Oh, this must take you 10 minutes. Like, yeah. it's yeah. like, to clean and yeah, because it's a lot of work, man. It's a lot of work. Yeah, know, I know, dude. Things. Like, right now, I'm sitting at the most snakes I've ever had. Really? Yeah. Yes, because the season went so well and. And I keep accepting other people's animals. Well, but yeah, at this point, I I, I want to say I'm close to a hundred um breeder and keeper animals. And then mm-hmm. I have um normally I'm able to hold about uh eighty babies in my racks. Okay. So I'm saying like I'm at sixty. Okay. And that does not account for the twenty-something corns and the thirteen rhinos. So, right, I'd say I'm getting pretty close to two hundred here. Wow. So, so I'd, I'm sort of jumping around here, but let's back it up for a second because there was one thing that I wanted to hit on because I know you said today you put your white lips together. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't nervous at all. I wasn't nervous at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, coincidentally, there was a paper that was posted in the chat. And I don't I know if you saw it or not, but uh, it's by Natush, and uh, there's a bunch of other people. I know Jennifer Loins is on there, too. They're basically saying that um, there's only two types of white lips, yeah. nor- northerns and southerns. Everything basically, else is crap. I'm yeah. like, oh. <laughs> Apparently, there are six species, um, and I think it's going off of the Barker's book that they yep. just put out with all those uh, different um, – yeah, six subspecies. I think there's Albertizi, B Biakiensis, yep. Fred Parker I. Um I don't know the other ones. Uh, uh but the, the, no. so there was a paper that broke down white lip, and then this is I guess another paper that is kind of going against that or well I think they did uh so um they did some analysis uh with um uh, mitochondrial genomes and morphological data and um they they um they did a they did a they detailed a of um you know like a it's basically like they were I'm trying to look at let me see if I can find them okay uh, I mean it, I when it comes to gold white lips because like I've had white gold white lips have a ton of white around their eyes and then I've want some that have a very little around their eyes, and I've had some that have none around their eyes, and it's really hard to compare. And to be honest, I would not be surprised if that was linked to some kind of either locality specific markings or subspecies or what have you. But um, I don't know. But then there was also talk of the red um white lip and there was talk of a few other things like uh different other types of promise a lot of these were looked at from um wet specimens in laboratories and collections museums so and that was the that paper that broke them all up but i'm not sure um so their their morphological data um, only supported two species, right? Yes. So basically, it's the northerns and the southern southerns, and um, black. Yep. all the other ones were, you know, <clears throat> whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the thing of it is, is just like all most of the, uh, you know, chondros fall into this, scrubs fall into this, and I'm sure there's other reptiles and probably other wildlife, but basically, there's St. Patrick in the Western New Guinea. Um, 
basic, you know, the, the, in the Western side, they sort of, you know, share range. Um, and, uh, yeah, that kind of, that kind of, I don't know. That's kind of weird, right? (laughs) Can they be separate species? I don't know if they, um, if there's some kind of, uh, I mean, intergrade zone or it probably is. I mean, let's put it that way. I I don't think anybody's ever tried breeding a gold to black in the U S in the culture, but I would not be surprised if they could breed. Um, I would also say that there is, um, physiological differences between the golds and the blacks. Um, Blacks seem to be more beefy, kind of have the bigger head and the bigger body. Um, golds kind of seem to be more slender. Right. Like, here's a snake that lives on the ground. Here's one that lives in the trees. Like, and that's kind of what they are. <laughs> yeah. So, which is a yeah. problem because people feed golds like they feed blacks, and then you have a 10-foot gold that doesn't want to do anything. It just sits in the corner. Right. Yeah, it's 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 one of those... You know, taxonomy is such a I hate such, it. A, such a crazy thing. You know, I <laughs> because mean, they like, didn't even talk about. Because the problem is that what did what did this paper put them under? Are they under Bathochilus? No, Leo. Python. So then that's another thing. <laughs> like, so we're totally ignoring that they could be closely related well, to ring pythons. I, I I think maybe the reason why they they maybe did that is because they you know I think if you were going to move it out of Leo Python, I think you would have to do like analysis with all the other pythons. If I'm not, I correct. think I mean, you should have to form like a. I think you should at least do an analysis comparing it to 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 ring python, because I agree that 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 those three should be over in in Bothochilus. Like that's my take on it. But of course, looking this, at them, my look, yeah, me. This and is the me. way they look at the yeah. way they look. The way they act, yes, I would agree. Yes, I, I would. Now, I would think they. If would you show me data, like you know, DNA, mitochondrial data that says, like, oh no, they're nowhere near. I'll be like, okay, like, <laughs> all right, yeah. that's fine. I'm not going to be one of those idiots that's like, no, no, I refuse to accept your science. You will right. listen to every word I have to say. So, and the other thing you have to remember, and and Daniel said this when he was on the show, is that he's 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 a lumper. You know, so mm. he falls in. So, you know, me, you, Justin, and Rob were sort of having this conversation uh, one of the nights where we were talking about, you know, whenever you're doing scientific research, you know, right. a lot of times people are sort of, you know, um, for lack of a better word, if they're if they're putting their own, you know, their own biases um, yeah. it into. Is- it's, it's entirely not to, you know? up to the researcher where they draw the line. Right, right, right. So, you know, how does this fit in with that? And you know, if if you if you believe in, if you don't believe in subspecies, then you're not gonna yeah. you're not gonna make anything a subspecies. But if you do, then you know, then you're gonna start to do that. So yeah, and and you know, you're, it's almost like you're gonna cherry pick the data to find the stuff that really supports your stuff. And then you're going to kind of maybe not put a big emphasis on the stuff that does not support your argument. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, it, it must be really difficult. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially <laughs> I can't imagine being a Python researcher yep. and having sort of these, you know, uh, thoughts in my head of how it should be. And then trying to keep an open mind when looking at the data to sort of say, like, if it goes in a direction, you know, well, in fairness to Daniel, he sort of did that with the chondros, right? Yeah. So like he's, we, 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 you know, he said that he's sort of this lumper and doesn't really go with the subspecies thing. However, 
the genetics that he did with the chondros led him to to put them into uh, different species and subspecies. So I guess, you know. Well, I mean, and here's the thing. A good researcher or a good scientist. Right. When the data is taking you someplace, you follow it. You don't try to bend the data to make it go where you want it to go. Sure. But the problem is, is everybody's human. And if you have it like this, you're going to be looking for something and you're going to find that. If you're looking for the data to that, that like that, eat, you know, makes it go to where you want it to, you're going to find that data. Right. So, um, but you should definitely come to these things with an open mind and try to find out where all this stuff goes. Cause you know, it, otherwise we're just going to continue having the argument of like all Morelia is the same thing. <laughs> nah. Yeah. It's, I didn't get to read the whole paper. I just read the the very beginning just to see that. I thought, just thought it was interesting and you would feel better because I know you were worried about adding animals and white lips are kind of your thing, but now you only have to have two, two pairs. Yay! <laughs> so it's good. I'm back only needing one white lip. Like, so even though we just jacked up all the science and everything hooray! that we could talk about, at the end of the day, you only have to have two pairs. Oh, shit, I need a ring pipe on too. Damn it. And it's like, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, you and I have talked about the whole breeding thing. It's like at this point, dude, I, I'm breeding for myself and then whatever yeah. I can't keep, I, I'll sell, yeah. um, which is why I'm probably going to be cutting down on projects just because there's that. But, um, you know, it, it, I would love to get white lips. Love it. Um, to get them to breed. Yeah. I was right, hoping a huge accomplishment. My, my male was, um, they didn't kill each other. That's good. That's a plus. That's <laughs> a good sign. Okay. He, was, he was sitting on her when last I checked. I'm like, I don't right. know if that's a plus or a minus. I'm going to go <laughs> so, with the plus. They're not eating each other, and they're close no, to and, each other. and she so. just shed, too. So I was just like, because I was planning on pairing them up when we got back, and she just peeled yesterday. So I'm like, in you go. Like, you know, here we go. So... <laughs> Yeah, man. Maybe maybe the trick is is that you were waiting too long to pair them. You were, I, you were dude, I, like I was the, waiting too long. I think I was waiting too long. I didn't really cycle feed them the way I wanted to cycle feed them this year. Right. Um, but my male did lose a ton of weight um, right. from being this like six seven foot monster. He's slimmer now because he's supposed to, he's supposed to be a tree python. God damn it! Like <laughs> it, so, um, you're supposed to be able to see where a white lip heads like ends. And then his body begins. So uh, she's a little bit on the smaller side, but not by a lot. I fed her very sparingly this year. Um, and we'll just see how it goes. You know, hopefully I can get some baby white lips. Um, I paired the Kribo as well. They didn't kill each other either, which is also a plus. So, yeah. Yeah. Like and then we had to start fiddling with temperatures and, uh, other stuff and it's weird because i'm like oh, i gotta do this oh shit that's right i have to feed the babies <laughs> like yeah, there are still <laughs> them so um but i'm down to like two olive pythons so oh really yeah dude oh wow that's good yeah very nice hopefully we get some more next year and timors i would like timors yeah yes that would be cool um so west texas Yes, that happened. Um, so, <laughs> so first, uh, of, yeah, I, yeah, I would say first of all, the the whole you know, you know, 
a lot of people, so, 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 and we've, we sort of talked about this on the trip, but a lot of the, the, the thing, you know, why West Texas? Why did we go there? Why did we pick that spot? Well, of course, obviously we weren't able to go to Australia. So that did not happen. Yeah. <laughs> we wanted so we to, tried to go to the first, we tried to go to the one place in the United States that looked a lot like Australia. Yeah, man. What a place. Holy Gorgeous. shit. Um, Beautiful. Yeah. So, you know, and the other thing for me is like, um, and, and, you know, the big thing about Herpin is it's not even, well, first of all, a lot of people have this idea of Herpin that there's snakes just everywhere. Running all over the place and yeah. like, and, you know, we talked about this and there's like a lot of people that I watch and I know you guys, you watch and Rob watches and Justin watches and whatnot that, um, yeah. you know, they herp on YouTube and, not, and whatnot. And, you know, I guess the, the whole thing is, and it's like our perception is, is that because, you know, it's not going to make for good YouTube content if you are <laughs> like wandering <laughs> through the woods for four hours. It's like, yeah, it, not, I, not, not we're videotaping. Exactly. A, uh, you know, I, I listen, yeah. you know, we always, the, the reptile industry is very much the, we celebrate our successes and we totally ignore our failures. Yeah. Um, when it comes to herping videos, you know, obviously, if they showed you the entire herping trip, it would be an 18 hour long video with snippets of finding snakes. I mean, and those are, those are good guys. Like, you know, and that, and that's not to say that any of these guys are like cutting it or doing something tricky. It's they, they know what you're here for. So they're only going to show you the stuff they found. They're not going to show you them traipsing through the woods, looking in each individual rock crevice. Oh crap. This one, there was nothing. <laughs> but then, you know what? Maybe, they have that, like, because we've done that where we're out herping and there's nothing, nothing, nothing. An yeah. hour of insanity where we find a ton of animals and then nothing, 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 right. nothing. Like, that happens. So, yeah, yeah of course it's going to be cut down. But it, there is a lot of work that is involved with this kind of stuff and also a lot of luck where yeah. you have to make sure you're look, you you research to be – there at the right time to look at the right places to have everything prepared. And then you Still may luck. not find anything. That's the luck part of it. You yeah. have to be at the right place at the right time. And a lot of times, if you think about it, when you find stuff, how if you've just been there maybe 10 minutes earlier or 10 minutes later, you'd have missed it. Yeah. And that's yeah. what it is. I think for me, um, you know, for me, field herping is uh, maybe in the last five years has sort of been uh, a thing that I've sort of embraced. And if yeah. I'm being honest, that for most of the adult part of my life in the herpticulture hobby, I really didn't understand the whole thing. But it was like, yeah, man, I was just wrong. You know, when I was a kid, me and my dad, we'd go into the woods and, you know, you would look for reptiles. And like most of the time we would come up empty, you know, and I just I just had this impression in my head that this is impossible to find. Um, but, you know, but, you know, the few times that you actually saw a snake, you know, it's just like I, I don't think it gets any better than that. Seeing a snake be a snake. And then you fast forward today 
And to me, you know, it's all about the adventure. You know, finding the snakes is great. I love that. You know, it's, it's yeah. great to see them in their environment, doing what they do and, and, and you know, feeling the, the temperature it's, and being in, being in there. So, like, for yeah. me, like, to go to West Texas, you know, you hear all these people talk about West Texas and they want to go to West Texas. And people talk about herping in West Texas. And, like, now for me, I can – I under it, it's – I call it – it, like, completes the loop for me. You mm-hmm. know, so it's like I learn about something, but – it doesn't really connect until I experience it first. You've been there. You've seen it. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's one of those things where I have started to really enjoy it because it kind of plugs you in back in with what got you into the reptiles yeah. in the first place. And that was seeing it and that was yes. enjoying it. So, yeah, I mean, listen, yeah. I, I will never keep an Atrox. Never, no. <laughs> never been there, done that. <laughs> and I enjoy looking at them and the zoo, but they're tame, they're sleeping, they're chilled, they're behind glass. And also, I know where it is. It's in the container. It's in the big glass thing labeled right. Aatrox, like it's over there. Right. Seeing one in the wild where I just happened to be in the right place at the right time to see it crossing the street. Dude, how cool was that? <laughs> he was so good looking. I mean... We turned and, and we were like, oh, fuck. And, and we, we, like, it was right at the mouth of that road, too. Yeah. We're like, well, we'll double Jesus. Like, it was just there. <laughs> and and to see it yeah. and then to, I, I mean, he curled up so quickly and he just sat there staring at us. And then we hooked him into the grass and he sat there staring at us. And he was perfectly fine. And then we finished everything. And Justin's like, well, you know, let him go. And I hook him. And he immediately gets, <laughs> he, was, like, he yeah. was done. And that's when he stands up. That's when he rattles. And all of a sudden Rob comes running back with the camera. Yep. And it's just like to have that experience where I have seen it in its natural habitat. Yeah. Exhibiting natural behavior. Yep. And when everybody in their mother is like, oh, well, that rattlesnake. It just popped out of nowhere, biting everybody. I'm like, we had to provoke the shit out of this thing. <laughs> like, yeah. it was, it, and we were just trying to move it. <laughs> exactly. We, yeah. like, we, we, had to, we had to pick it up three times before it finally went the, all right, now I'm just going to start shaking my tail and getting mad. Like right. it, Justin hooked it three times and it didn't get mad. Right. You know, but when it was on, it was on. But that is an experience I can, like now every time I see an Atrox, I'm like, yeah, that was, that one's cool, but. It's not one in its natural habitat. Like it, it's one of those things, which um, is also why, like we found a, a gopher snake and, yeah. and it was the, you guys had went to go somewhere else. It was me and Rob taking pictures of the gopher snake. And we had gotten our licenses to uh, handle the animals. And then with the license, you can also collect if you so choose. Right. And Rob and I are sitting there and he's like, what do you think? Cause he, he knows I was looking for hog nose and maybe some bull snakes, gopher snakes, stuff like that, and some gray bands. And it was like one of those take it, take this, take this animal that I found in the wild, and bring it home to Pennsylvania, where it can live in a cage and I can breed it and you know enjoy it and have some fun, or just let it go. And I'm like, like. Yeah, let it go. Like it was just, just it had already eaten a meal. It looked very pretty. It was doing well in this gorgeous habitat. So I'm like, bye, dude. Just, just go, just go. So, um, 
That's but now gorgeous. Oh, it was gorgeous. Now I'm going to look at bull snakes and gophers and be like, <laughs> uh, you're pretty, you're pretty Mr. Sonoran gopher, but you're not my Sonoran gopher. <laughs> <laughs> mine, yeah. mine is up on this pedestal now that will never be hound, but it's, you know, it, it, it was a fun, cool experience. So, yeah, I mean like, um, you know, f- I think, again, back to the adventure part of it, I think one of the best parts of it is, you know, you share it with with friends. And, you know, um, so me, you, and Rob have all herped together before. You know, we're pretty tight. And um, this time we had Justin Julander. Uh, he's an, he's a, a little bit of an unknown guy, Mr. Julander. I mean, I wish him all the best. I hope he does really well with his carpet pythons. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't know and you're listening you to this show, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think, you know, and I, I was saying this, that a lot of time Nick gets a lot of the credit for the complete carpet python. But, you know, Justin is just as responsible for the. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. You know, so we have to make sure that whenever talking about the complete carpet python, that it's Nick and Justin, Justin you know, because, yeah. you know, Justin, uh, so, whew, I don't know about you, but like, first of all, it's, he it's, is like, a- it's, it's sort of the equivalent for me for like, when we herped with Keith and McPeak, which, you know, yeah. I missed Keith and Matt. I wish they could have came. Yeah. We hope, we hope Keith that you're feeling better. Yes. Um, and we, we, you know, you don't have to throw yourself down a flight of stairs to get our attention. <laughs> I mean, you can just message us buddy, but, yeah. um, you know, hopefully you're feeling all right and you can heal up pretty quick. Um, uh, but Justin slid into that role. of Yes. Keith yes. Perfectly. Justin like, also brings, new stuff and stuff that we didn't think about with, you know, his, yeah. his, I, his mind when it comes to the carpet pythons and, and his research and stuff like that, that of course get like dig into us insanely and him going through, I, I'm not even sure what we're allowed to talk about. No, we're not allowed to talk about I don't, that. I don't want to do anything. So <laughs> I don't want to do anything. There was a lot and it was well, cool. <laughs> I think, I think the thing of it is, is like in a nutshell is this, right. You know, like being with somebody in a car for eight, 10 hours or, you know, uh, living, living with them basically for the week. Yeah. Um, you, you get to to experience conversations that you would never have nope. otherwise. Nope. And you know, I, so, I know that you. I know Rob knows Justin from way back, and I know you've had more conversations with Justin than I yeah. have. Yeah. I mean, I've had a few side ones as well as you know various interviews here on NPR. But sure. you know, actually getting to talk to him more and more and more, it, it yeah. definitely was really cool to see. You know. Obviously, I thought I knew a lot about a carpet python. I know nothing. No, <laughs> well, that, you know, and that's the thing, and that's the that's the awesome part of it. Like yeah. as soon as you think you know it all, you know nothing. You, you don't know, know absolutely nothing. You know, like, it's, it's like you know, humble. And then, great. not to mention the fact that you know, again, not only like you know, don't. A lot of times I, I, I think of people in terms of what I know them for, you know, so with Justin, it's Australian addiction, you know, and it's like, uh, but what a wealth of knowledge, man. Yep. I mean, he's reading, he's looking at species and saying, oh, look at that. I'm like, oh, man, he, got, he knew every, the game. Like, like, <laughs> you know, uh, when we found the patch notes, I'm like, that's a weird snake. He goes, it's a, it's a Western patch notes. I'm like, the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, that was a cool snake. Uh, we keep forgetting about that one because it got out, it got outshined by a bunch of stuff. But 
the I striping should, on that. I showed pictures that. of the of all the snakes you found to people. Uh-huh. Each and every single one of the people I showed it to, they're like, "What was the one with the stripes in the?" It had something on its face. I'm like, yeah, okay. Everybody likes the patch nose. Like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that was like, that was awesome. That's a yeah. that was a beautiful animal. Yeah, um, lifer for me. But um, yeah, uh, and- everything we found, with the exception of the toad and the spade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It was a lifer for me. Okay. So let's think real quick. Snake wise, we found the patch nose. Patch we nose. found the atrox. We yep. found the bull snake. Yep. We found the night snake. We yep. found. Actually, we found, well, we've, we. It's a gopher, uh, by the way. There's a difference. Sorry. (laughs) There's. um, You found the three coach whips. Three coach whips. Coach whips are fast. (laughs) One did not. And that was the um, one that was not Justin almost sacrificed his body to get the one. And then Rob (laughs) did sacrifice his body for the other one. And both of them got away. Right. And then we managed to catch up with one. And there was probably a reason for that. He did not look great. (laughs) Poor guy. He was, I think he he was was on the way out. He was a bit rough. Um, But, uh, and then we, so yeah, so that was the snakes. They also found uh, when Rob and Justin went herping before prairie they picked them up, they found a prairie rattlesnake. Right. Um, so that was those. Um, I feel like we're forgetting I, one. No, forget no one? it was the patch no. notes. It was the Atrox. It was the gopher. It was the night, night snake. snake. It was the coach okay. whip. Yeah, I guess that's it. it. Five snakes. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, for me, I don't know, you know, I, so, so this is another part of it, right? You know, it's yeah. like in some nights there was, uh, there was a night or two where we didn't really find anything. And, yeah. you know, it was kind of like, you need people that are going to stay in that positive mindset and not get, if everybody like, gets downtrodden, cause yeah. you know, it, it, if yeah, it, we didn't really find that many snakes, but um, we 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 ran into a couple herpers that were cruising too, and they said that they found a juvenile Bairds. Um, we weren't I know. able. To, I wish we could. I was hoping we were going to get that. I was going to send some pictures Did to a certain person that we know is a little bit obsessed with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but um, we sure did find a lot of mammals. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Christ. if we were like, mammal hunters, only we cared about those. Like it was. Um, but I mean, like you, we, it was fun because you know we did also find uh, red spotted toad, yeah, um, alligator lizard, alligator lizards. Oh, there we was that. All those. Um, what was that lizard we found in the canyon? Earless. The blue. Yeah, that's. Yeah, it. you found the earless ones. Um, earless ones. Like I know what the hell I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, the color uh, on that thing is crazy. Oh, gorgeous. I know, and. Uh, Oh God! Uh, the the one that was like related to the tegu. Um, oh, that was the alligator list. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. The one that I have videotaped running around on the yes, rock. Yes. What about. the hell was it? I can't remember. Justin, stop screaming at your radio and tell us. <laughs> 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 um, Found a lot of lizards. Yeah. Um, but it was cool, and um, and then we were the the spadefoot toad too. Yeah. So we found those. Um. Justin's a big fan of toads. <laughs> he doesn't have toads. Yeah, um, so it was it was really cool. But then, like the mammals, we saw pronghorn, deer, elk, elk. <laughs> uh, coyotes. Coyote came up uh, to the car. Yeah, oh, dear God. Um, let's talk about that for a second. So like a we're, dog. <laughs> we're out. We're out in this. Um, 
near dinosaur dig we went to a place where they literally found dinosaur bones yeah they were just on the side of the road (laughs) yeah we we were we were driving and um we're like okay let's check this place out and justin was like yeah let's you know it's a little dinosaur spot whatever and i guess it used to be a a a swamp of some sort and um when you know dinosaurs were around is it was (laughs) at one point a very active dig site so they Put up this building with a bunch of dinosaur bones and stuff in it that you could stop by and check out and whatever. So, so yeah. we uh, we we went to um, uh, what do you call it? Um, we went. Uh, hold on, I'm going to see. If Take I your time. Can. So we were kind of heading back from there, and uh, I forget the name of the. I wanted to say Big Ben, but that wasn't it. It was a different park. Um, no, I think it was. Well, no, we were we were bought, we were coming off of when we climbed that, right? And I still couldn't feel my feet. Yeah. So oh, <laughs> shit, the view at the top of that. So like Dude, the way the I way we set up our the way we set up our trips is kind of like we sort of do like some kind of hiking thing during the day, and if yeah. we come across reptiles, great. Um, Which we do sometimes, you know, most and. Um, then at night, well, you know, we're either cruise or you know, we'll go around dusk. To a place and- to where we want to go looking because uh, we we checked out all those cuts for gray bands and uh, rock rattlesnakes and stuff like that at nighttime. Um, which you know, we can also talk about the 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 tarantulas and the millipedes. Oh yeah, they were everywhere. Um, <laughs> peds, man, peds on the pod. Millipedes, <laughs> two peds in a pod. It's just so it's many. Be the name of the new podcast, man. The oh my god! And like the problem is, is that we're all like, oh, that one looks different. I guess that's important. Like we don't know what the hell we're looking at. Like it's yeah. Um, but there were a ton of millipedes and a ton of tarantulas. They're just walking. Walking across the road, you're like, that is a giant ass spider. <laughs> like it's just, yeah. Well, when we were when we were out, we were we were waiting for the sun to go down, and we, we were sort of just chilling, walking around, and um, you know, by that uh, dinosaur dig, and uh, you know, for a second, you could hear the coyotes sort of calling in the background, which yep. I thought was cool. But there's just a level of 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 quiet that mm-hmm. is like. It's crazy. It's so quiet. You could hear the coyotes on one side of the street calling to the coyotes on the other side of the street. And you but we couldn't see any coyotes. So they right. were like pretty far away. But then we were driving to go to our next spot, which we we're gonna check before we did night cruising. Right. And we're driving down the road and this coyote comes out of the bush. And he's just walking along the side of the road and he waits for us to stop and then he crosses in front of us. And then he hangs up by the side of the road and keeps looking over his shoulder for stuff. And then he crosses the road again. Yeah. And he eats something he finds on the side of the road and he keeps walking around. But it, this this thing looked awesome. And it was just like it was a coyote, you know. Yeah. And, yeah, we saw roadrunners, too. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Which is, yeah. which is crazy. Which is, I mean, come on. And um, that, that one roadrunner on the mountain, like zero Fs given, it just comes walking down the path and right in front of us. I'm like, that's a bird. Like, it's. I mean, really, that's a that's like a raptor, man. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> for all oh, said yeah. and purpose. All, oh, yeah. You know, that, is a, that is a toothless raptor. I mean, that thing looked. And they were fast, too. That one that was that we saw that was running down the side of the street, like. Yeah. Yeah. No. 
It was that owl that tried to take Rob out of the car. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We saw plenty of uh, plenty of non reptiles, a lot of wildlife. We saw the the horses. We saw a big wild boar. We saw the donkeys. Uh-huh. We saw those little tiny pork things, whatever the hell they're called. Oh, um, yeah, I can't remember the name. I kept forgetting that. Um, Damn it! <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's yeah. I can't remember. Um, saw wild. We saw the horses. Those ones that were just walking down the side of the street. Um, yep. So, yeah. so we, uh, so one of the funny stories is, um, we go into, uh, this Canyon and we, it's, I think it, I want to say it was an 11 mile hike. Yes. So, um, <laughs> we, we go yeah. in and, uh, we make it probably about, I, I don't know, maybe halfway almost, maybe, maybe not even, maybe a little less than halfway. And you see a storm start to come in thunders, clouds are going and whatnot. And, you hear the thunder and it's like, uh, I'm sitting there going probably, probably a good idea if we, I don't know, maybe if we did go somewhere <laughs> back oh, to the car well, or, it, it you know, whatever. Lot, we, we just missed the coach whip. So it started getting a lot darker. Yeah. And then we're all sitting there. We're like, maybe we should. And then there was the biggest thunderclap I've ever heard. And it was like, oh, and you and I turn around and start kind of going back because Justin and and Rob were a little bit further down the path looking at some rock cuts. Right. And uh, so we start going and I'm like, we're not going to make it back to the car before this thing busts open because there were a couple of times where we're walking and I took a recording on my phone of the thunder, which, yeah, we're in the middle of this like ravine. So it's booming. And we're like, okay. So you and I keep going and then we start seeing like drops hitting rocks. And yeah, I'm like, this, this is, this is, this is, this is it. This is it. And you know, Justin catches up with us and then passes us because he doesn't have a case for the camera that he brought and he's trying yeah. to get back to the car. Yeah. Rob catches up with us and I realize that I might be the tallest thing in the area. So I'm going to get killed. Like I'm going to get hit by <laughs> yeah, me and Rob are good. And I said that I was going to take you with me. So I was just going <laughs> to grab onto you at the last yeah. moment. But and it starts just going and it just starts raining and it starts raining hard and they're big drops and it's freezing cold. Oh my so, God. Oh my God. And I'm yeah, like, I'm, cool. I'm like, it's like hitting my back and I'm like, ah, oh, this is hell. Like it's just <laughs> all his stuff. So we're completely soaked from the, from the back. And I'm like, well, all right, that's fine. It's not the front. And then the path turns. And I'm like, well, never mind. Because then, <laughs> then the rain's hitting us in the face. Yes. And it's just like, Jesus Christ. So we just keep going. And we're, we're, we're drenched. And it's it, like it is dripping off of us. Our clothes are completely soaked yeah. all the way through. And we're still not back at the car. <laughs> like, no. We're still just getting drenched. And then Justin came back for us. Justin when came we went back in. for us because he's like, I can't leave these three morons. They'll be dead. So he comes yeah. back. He's like, it's not that far. We're like, all right. So then we keep going and we eventually see the car. The problem is where the parking lot is. It's out of the ravine. So the second we see the car, there's no cover from the signs anymore. No. And then we're just getting nailed and we just start running and we're just running across this field. And then we all just pile in the car and we're like, well, it's a good thing. We all have rain gear. That's, you know, 
back at the car B&B, <laughs> or, or we all have spare clothes that are not with us right now like right. it was all this other stuff but so so yeah this is kind of a funny story so my yeah. um before we left yeah. my my wife she buys <laughs> a new pair of boots, boots right and i had Per, my boots were perfect, perfectly fine. You know, They'd like there was no reason why I needed Australia. new boots. You know, yeah. <laughs> if you want to buy me new something, I don't know, buy me a snake hooker. So I, I don't know. Just well, you need a new or... snake hooker because the, the Denver TSA took it from you. Yeah, they did. I guess I'm gonna have to start checking bags. Yeah. Anyway, the uh, yeah, I was kind of bummed about that. Yeah, Philadelphia I mean, let us go. Denver. Yeah, that's, that's so weird. We, we I told you we should have shipped it back. I can't yeah, believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, she buys me these boots and, uh, well, first of all, they're not broken, broken. Which, yeah. So, it, you know, it makes it difficult when you're hiking through rocks that, uh, your boots are kind of like not broken in, but anyway, you know, they weren't that bad, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then they got soaking wet, like soaking wet, <laughs> like soaking wet. And my, you know, and then we were wearing them. Yep. Uh, for most of the day. And I don't them, think she got the, home until what, like three o'clock well, in the morning that night? We we wore them. We we were soaked. And then we got back to the car. And then we drove to a certain spot. We kind of looked at the weather and found out that where we were was actually still pretty warm and that we should continue herping. Right. And we did in soaked clothing. Right. Well, we also... Well, I'll, we'll talk about this too, but yeah. like real quick, I'll, I'll finish the boot story. But yeah, so we were out until three o'clock in the morning, and I think yeah. we got up at well, I got up at like six o'clock in the you morning. Day. So I had like three hours sleep or whatever. Travel with Eric, guys, because he'll wake up at six and make you all coffee. It's yes. glorious. Yeah. yeah. Um. So uh, he, uh, you know, I'm like, there's no way my boots are dry, and now we're going hiking again. So now I'm wearing mm-hmm. wet boots that you know are going to be sweated in and it's just yeah. it's just a recipe for 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 bad news and you know like at, at this point i'm like <laughs> i keep my shoes on as much as i can because i know and like but my feet are <laughs> killing me but i don't want to kill anybody else so i'm just like oh man like these you know you know how wet shoes smell like yeah and, 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 and oh. there was the uh you were you were like i can just wear my boots without socks and just <laughs> like no you'll get trench foot right. that's how you get trench foot like, yeah, that's like, the dumbest ever. right so <laughs> that didn't work so yeah. anyway, uh, you know, when we get, we flew back, no, we drove back to Rob's and we stayed overnight at yeah. Rob's yeah. for today. And then, um, we spent the, I think we spent, we spent Saturday with Rob. Yeah. Um, we went to, we, a, left. we went to a park um, near Rob to go do some more hiking. Like, apparently we are just gluttons for punishment. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to, I'm like, I better make a play because if we go to get on the air, the airplane, you know, we have to take all of our shoes and yeah. that's just not going to be good for anybody good for anyone. because he's soaking wet shoes. So I, I made like, Rob oh, God, stop. Sir, no. <laughs> like it was just... I made Rob stop and I got a new pair of shoes. But anyway, back mm. to the, uh, to that night. Um, so we get in the, we get in the car and, you know, it's pouring rain and we're driving around and as we're driving down the road, well, I think we drove down, we, we did one run yeah, and I don't know if we were going where we were going. I guess we were trying to decide where we what we were going to do because we were trying to look at oh, where yeah. the we, we, was. We drove out of the park and right. we drove all the way back to pretty much 
uh, a junction where we could decide where we wanted to go. And we right. decided that where we were at before was the best place to be because it, the other places had gotten hit by the rain and it cooled down way too much. Here was still hot enough that the road surface would be appealing to snakes and stuff like that. So we decided to stay in the area. So we drove back to the um, gas station slash grocery store slash deli counter slash taco place that we'd been to, I think, three times at that point. <laughs> so, uh, um, and we, we kind of stayed there for a little bit to wait for dark and, you know, all that fun stuff. So we started there. So we started looking there. So we kind of started driving back to where we were before. Right. Yeah. And um, as we're driving back, <laughs> we noticed that there's huge boulders. <laughs> <on> the <road. laughs> Parts of the mountain fell off. It was like, oh my God. Like, oh. There was there was one that I'm like, that is the half the size of the car. Like it is. Yeah. Huh. Oh my God. So there were, there were clearly spots where there were almost like miniature mudslides, but then there were, there were giant rocks. Like if one of those had hit the car, <laughs> total. I mean, like that would have been the, yeah, I, that would have been a bad thing. Like that dear God. Yes. And we, we did the one pass because we kind of went to a certain point where it was nice and flat and we kind of did that part a little bit. And then we were coming back after we were done at like uh, one in the morning and somebody had come out and put cones around the boulder. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, done. Good job, people. <laughs> like it was like, our job is just to block off. But I mean, like there were sections of guardrail that had been crushed and taken out. Um, yeah. I mean, like there, there were some, there were some big ones that were just in the shoulder. Yeah. It was nuts. Yeah, um, it was uh, it was definitely um, definitely an experience for sure. And that you know, and that to me, I don't know. Again, that's sort of like the fun of um, of that kind of stuff. You need that fun kind of stuff because it's like you have those where you have those moments where it's interesting, where it's fun, like how you almost drove off the road in Australia and killed us all. <laughs> like you know, it's <laughs> got to have that kind of stuff, you know. Um, like how I was wandering aimlessly in a fever dream. Like it's, <laughs> yeah, it makes the story better. Like we've talked about herping and, and we've talked about it, but if you go with people you like, and if you go with friends, it becomes more than just looking for snakes. It's a fun trip with your friends. Right. Like it enhanced, we went to Roswell, New Mexico. What the hell is that? Like it was <laughs> I, whatever, like, yeah. you know, you got to enjoy it. And, and beyond the snakes, the snakes, you got to think of it as the snakes are an added bonus because you may not find any. Yeah. So in the second you're okay with that, everything is butter. Like uh, we found an Atrox and some people are going to be like only one. Fuck you. We found an Atrox. Like it well, was, you know, we talked about this and, you know, one of the things that I think that, you know, um, is I would rather find one, yes. species, one of a species and find more species then find like 12 Aatrox. Right. I understand yeah. that. So at least it, in my mind, that's, you know, it, well, am I bummed? We didn't find any hognose. Yeah. Am I bummed? We didn't find any gray bands. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm going to be like poo poo in this trip. It was a fun trip. I had a blast. Well, that's why you would go back. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. You know, Cause now like, I'm pissed. I'm going to drag those little <laughs> fuckers out of that 
oh, you're going to hide in this rock cut, will you? So, like, it's, <laughs> yeah. So one of the things that uh, I think that uh, I learned on the trip was mm. that, um, you know, it's sort of like you can have all of the uh, can you can have you can have done all the research you could be in the right spots and still come up short because of the weather so what was happening is it was hot during the day it was cloudy yeah so the road wasn't heating up no and it got cold at night i mean it was cold man (laughs) yeah i mean that last night was freezing but there were a couple times where it was like 88 during the day it was cloudy nothing was really warming up and then We'd get a break and it would be kind of sunny around noontime. And then storm clouds would come in and dump a bunch of rain right near sunset. So everything that was kind of, anything that might have heat up a little bit, yeah, instantly gets cold. Yeah. And there were certain times where you and I were, were walking the rock cuts where I put my hand on the rock and it's freezing cold. Yeah, it's the same temperature as in even even the blacktop was the mm-hmm. same temperature as um as the air. So the right. air temperature so and the, you know, the, coming the, out, you know, right. The one, so they're not the coming one out the bask. Right. The one time we got lucky, it was when we got hit by that giant rainstorm because it did get hot. And then the rainstorm came in and cooled everything off, but it didn't cool it down enough to stop certain animals from moving, you know, right. but it did stop the majority of them. Yeah. You yeah. know, so. And um, seeing the actual rock cuts, you know, that's another thing that I thought that's was, so cool was really because, cool. <laughs> and I was trying to explain this to, you know, Melissa. I'm like, there's there's these different localities of Grey Band that like Nine Mile or something like that or Nine Mile Alpine or some of like that. And it's like, and I, I guarantee you half the people you talk to have no idea what the hell that means. Like they just know that <laughs> yeah. that is what that means. That is what that animal is. Right. And now we've seen the rock cuts and now we've kind of like, Oh, this is where these ones are. And it, it they're gorgeous. Like the, 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 the giant one that we did the last night was beautiful. Yeah, uh, I, you know, the lucky thing about, um, you know, to me, if you want to learn about, so number one, if you keep colubrids, right. And you live in the U.S. and you're not going to check out these environments to see what's going on or see if you can find one of these in the wild. Yeah. You know, you're really, really missing out because, man, you learn so much (laughs) about the species just being in the environment. Yeah. And and just also, like, different things, different parts. Like, yeah. Just, just, just learning about the species is so much better. Yeah, and um, you, you know, it also would would it make you appreciate it more? Like, I, I think it would, just because you know, I can go out and buy a gray band, easy. Yeah, I, or I can find my gray bands. <laughs> like, I can, <laughs> uh, I can, right. I can pull two off a rock and know for a fact that they're this locality. Well, what? Right. Cause I pulled them off the damn rock. Like it also gives you perspective of how difficult it how must be to have, mean, had, uh, to have had established those localities. Yeah. Because number one, we didn't find one, let alone yeah. find a pair. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, can you imagine like there are people, there's gotta be somebody out there who doesn't give a damn. A gray band is a gray band is a gray band. Sure. And it's like, 
but they're not <laughs> like, come on. And also for the people that just want to say, Oh, well, you have to scent them with frogs to get them to eat. It's like, yeah, but we got, you're, you're not giving credit to all the steps that happened before it got to you. Like you're the, Oh, I'm bitching because I might have to scent it with a frog when you're not the guy who had to figure out breeding it. You're not the guy who had to find it in the rock cut. You're not the guy who had one really good looking animal for years and then managed to find a female of the same locality in the same freaking rock cut that, you know, right. There's a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it puts everything in perspective. I mean, we kind of just forget about that because our main concern is keeping it in the box and breeding in the box. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a Python guy. I'll always be a Python guy. It's not going to change. I don't see myself getting a whole bunch of colubrids, but I do boas. Yeah. But, Mm. I have a whole new appreciation for snakes in in the United States. Yeah, the I mean, the, the diversity, the species, the the way they have adapted to the environments, uh, how tough they have to be to be in these environments. Um, I think that, and it could be just my perception because I'm a Python guy and I'm in the Python world, and that's sort of who I surround myself with. So maybe I'm not exposed to. Um, you know, colubrid people like I am Python people. And, um, but I hope that, you know, like people really, um, appreciate some of the crazy species we have. (laughs) We have some, I mean, I was, I think, and, and the more and more I heard about it, that the, the, uh, the night snake that we found. Yeah. It was pretty, um, was, I guess they're pretty common, but to me, that was my favorite snake of the trip. I I just thought this thing was just, to me, it looked like, you know, I kept saying it looks like a granite spotted python. Like this is the coolest, this tiny little snake. And we had it yeah. posing on this uh, shrub. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Rob got this perfect shot of it. Like, you know, it's its head shooting up in the air like it was climbing in an X branch. Like and it's tongue out, right? You know? uh, yeah. yeah. Great. It was just really cool. I could have watched that snake for hours. You know, I, I just. Well, I think we did. I think we were there for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, we're right next to the Rio Grande. Mm-hmm. We drove all the way down to the border at Mexico. We, it, it was just a great trip. Man. Is that like, so we were stopped by Border Patrol, or we had to go through a Border Patrol check station. And the dude sees us wearing reflective vests. And without skipping a beat, he's like, looking for snakes? And we're like, why, yes. And, like, I had an image of, like, what would that have been like in Pennsylvania? Walking down the street wearing reflective vests. Yeah. So roll up and be like, the hell are you guys doing? What's going on here? For snakes. And their first response would be, why? Like, that's just the way that would go. Like, I've been herping in PA where people have asked me what I'm doing. And I say, I'm looking for snakes. And they go, why? In Texas. Everybody just assumed that's what we were doing. And they were like, looking for snakes? Yeah. Find any? No. Okay. Bye now. And it's right. like, oh, I'm like, all right. So it was just weird. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely uh, would go back. And, you know, it just gets me thinking. Uh, that's the first time I've been out west. I don't know about you, but that's, you know, uh, like, we, we stopped at LA for five seconds before we went to Australia. Well, um, yeah. I guess. And we've been to Texas before. For carpet fest, but yeah, well, no, we went to Dallas Airport, yeah. Bill's house, <laughs> Dallas Airport. I don't think that counts. It but, doesn't. Um, so, um, and I've been to Alaska. That's west, but um, you have. I have not. I guess. 
it, there are no snake. There's no real snakes in Alaska. Just yeah, larger animals like yeah. moose, and they would eat you. So, um, it's it's cool. It was really awesome. Um, mountains were gorgeous. Oh, the view um, at the top of that mountain view was man. fantastic. Holy shit! So yeah, I mean, it was a fun trip, regardless of if anybody says that we didn't really find anything or if we used all our mojo on our own Pelly Python, you know. Uh, I don't think that's, I mean, again, I found more snakes on this trip than I have on, you know, other trips that I've taken by myself in the past when I was younger looking for snakes. So, I mean, to me, I, I, you know, again, I, well, to be honest, I don't really care what people think. I had a great time. (laughs) It's about the adventure. It was a fun trip. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah. And plus I got to, um, Justin had his, uh, his, I guess his, like his, uh, his music, uh, on, um, uh, what do you call it? Like uh shuffle, mm. but just this all his music. And, uh, man, I got so many cool songs and I was like, Oh, that's a cool song. <laughs> that's a cool song. Add that to the list. Yeah. But my favorite of all, like, so, <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm going to play it at the end of the podcast. So you oh, can hear it. God. Um, who, H-U. Oh, oh, H-U. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's this song, and, you know, Justin says, have you ever heard of this band, The Who? And I was like, no. And I'm thinking he's, like, thinking Pinball Wizard, The Who. Yeah. You know, he's like, no, no, no. Yo, no. It's, it's a Mongolian throat-singing <laughs> heavy metal band <laughs> yes. called called Who. Well, we're driving in the car, and he puts the song on, and I'm like, dude, this is the perfect song to, like, to begin your up. herping like, trip. You're like, God. yes, <laughs> I'm ready to go into battle. You yeah, know? you're going to throw an axe at somebody. Either right. one. You're either going to find Snake or burn and pillage a village. I mean, yeah, yeah. dear God. But yeah, it was uh, that was cool. That was actually a uh, good time. And you're uh, right. I was looking into it. They did record music for uh, a Star Wars video game. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, and apparently they're going to be used in several other Star Wars things. I'm like, oh, now I'm this just tickles the nerds fans. I better. It's <laughs> the icing on this cake. So. And that's but. sort of like, you know, I was, you know, all said and done, mm. I think the thing that stuck in my head just about the actual West Texas, the environment and, and the area and the whole thing, it really doesn't look like, and I'm, it just doesn't look like what I picture something in the United States looks like. You know, you know what I mean? And I, I guess that's just for my East Coast, you know? Well, I mean, the mountains they have out there. I mean, exactly. So, like, the mountains they have out there is just rock. Right. So, our mountains are covered with dirt and trees. There's just rock. Um, It's an arid climate. You can see where this thing can get really bad. Like, you know, we're talking 100 something degrees during the day and then maybe cools down to like 80 or 70 degrees at night. I mean, we just happened to be there right when it was. Yeah, there was a bunch of storm clouds running through. So you kind of see where that can yo-yo, but you're exactly correct. I did not expect something like that out of West Texas. Like, I'm like, oh, this is like Monument Valley or something like that. You're expecting like Utah, the Dakotas, like beautiful scenery. Like, and a, a, a mass amount of diverse wildlife. Yeah. If you want to go by just just strictly by the reptiles that we found and also all the mammals and stuff that we saw. If you're into animals, 
you can easily do a trip to West Texas and it's almost like, it's almost like Australia on training wheels. Like it's, <laughs> you're like, you're like, you're like, Oh man, all we have to do. All the only place we have to eat is this gas station. Oh no. If we go back to the, to the Airbnb, there's a little Caesars. Oh, okay. Like it's like, you could go kind of takes that whole aspect out of it. But I mean, you could, you could easily plan a trip and have a blast. If you go out there with some friends and do what we did, like, cause there's a lot of ranches out there that have small cabins that do Airbnbs. There was that hotel right near river road that yep. you could stay at. There were, there were plenty of places. If you wanted to make this a trip, you could easily make this a trip. Yeah. I think, um, think, I think if you're here. looking to do something and you're looking to, uh, to go herp somewhere that's, uh, that's, different if you're especially if you're on the east coast yeah. you know um you should definitely take a trip out to west texas well, because that's the other thing is that you know obviously we talk to other herpers who herp all night sleep all day but you know we don't want to do that so we there's trails there's stuff to do there's you know things you can do like there were a lot of different hiking trails on these national parks that are beautiful so you can spend the day doing something and then go cruising and herping at night yeah Um, i would just tell you guys to read up on the local laws so you know what you got to do the paperwork you have to file um because you do have to be you have to pretty much get a hunting license to go look for snakes Uh, and you have to wear reflective jackets if you're going to be looking doing anything by the side of the road yeah so but once you check those boxes i mean we had we had a great time we found a good amount of animals and we did have a good time. Yeah. I think, uh, I think our list was something like, I know we had the gray bands were on there, rock rattlesnakes, trans Pecos rat snakes, the bar, the Baird snake, rat snake, um, copperheads were on there. Um, Damn ring necks. (laughs) Um, the Texas liar snake. Didn't get a liar snake either. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when you look at that, we didn't do too bad. I, Dude, but then, I, like, I, and that's I, the thing. Like, we're we. It, it seems like every herping trip we go, we're like, we're like, no, nah, it's not that bad, not that bad, not that bad. Holy crap! And then you see something that like is awesome. Like. Dude, I, I was starting to. That's the problem. Is sometimes you feel like you get down on, and you feel a little like on the downside that you're not finding anything. Yeah. And then, and then we found the Atrox, and I'm like, I am pumped up. Like I'm done. I could. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, just to see that in the wild is enough for me. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. It's awesome. So uh, next trip, yeah. where are we going now? I don't Figures know. We're talking about Utah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gila that monster. Would be, that would be cool. Rattlesnake can't touch, can't touch the Gila monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The fish and wildlife guy will come out of a tree to arrest you. Yeah, just here. It just, uh, you know, I, I don't know when Australia is going to be opening up. I don't know, you know, yeah, obviously like through the winter time, it's really yeah. can't do much herping. Um, but uh, come springtime, uh, I'm sure that we will have a spot to go. And uh, I actually did herping in my backyard today. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I put a bunch of boards out and I flipped one. I've been flipping them every once in a while and I flipped one and I'm like, ha ha, garter, success. <laughs> like, <it> was, <laughs> awesome. It's just this garter and, and he just, he didn't like me touching him. So I had to wash my hands afterwards, but it was just, it's just, it's fun. And it connects you back in with 
what got us all into reptiles in the first place. You're either you either saw a reptile at a zoo mm-hmm. or you watched somebody find reptiles on TV. So even just finding a reptile in your own backyard, it, for me, it like plugs me back in. Yeah, man. It's not you, work. Yeah, it's that's the, that's sort of the for me. Um, this was this. I was sort of getting, um, you know, I, I I have like so much memory drive, right? Battery and like, <laughs> um, I have so much memory drive, uh, and you know, you come to a point where I run out of, I'm running out of room, I'm running out of disc space, if you will, right. or, you know, uh, memory or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, this sort of like is a, is a dump. <laughs> I feel like it's dumped, you know, like I just dump all the bullshit and just unplug for a week. You know, it's fun to have it that this is your only job is to get up, go herping, come yeah. home, crash. And, and I was, I, I was texting Melissa and she's like, so like you are the only one who goes on a vacation where you don't relax, you don't sleep. <laughs> yeah, no, right. Put your body past the breaking point. I'm like, I am not. There are three other guys here. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's the thing. Like to me, ah, when we got to the top of that mountain, man, like it's to me, worked. that just that just reset my soul. Like, well, like, like I know that was, sounds corny, but yeah, at, at a certain point going up those switchbacks, I think like you were walking like slow. I was trudging and Justin's like springing up at like a mountain goat. And we're like, I hate that guy. Like, <laughs> and then we get to the top and you see this beautiful view and you're oh like, this God. was, this was worth it. And then we found the lizard at this top of this mountain in the middle of nowhere, yeah. like just hanging out. And you know, the problem I had is like when there's stuff in the foreground and then there's like nothingness in the background, I got this trippy vertigo stuff uh-huh. and I'm like, I'm going to fall off this thing. So I was kind of dealing with that uh-huh. as well as like trying to walk. So I'm walking like I'm on a tightrope. In actuality, <laughs> you could probably have driven like three cars next to each other down yeah. where we were walking. Right. So, but it was fantastic. Yeah, man. That was, um, you know, that's one of those things that, uh, for me, I will remember for the rest of my life. And like, you know, you, you, we talk about things and this and that. And like, if I wasn't, if I didn't go on a herping trip, I don't know if I would have ever found a place like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, I don't know if I would have been on vacation with Dory and been like, so, so part of me is sort of like, man, I really have to start to, um, really look into stuff like that because yeah yeah you know um so you know one place we're talking about um places to herp i -hmm. would love to go to florida yes you know i think do a herp trip trip of florida yeah for a week florida yeah come on man oh yeah you go at the right time finding wild burmese pythons it would be crazy i would lose my shit you know and that's the thing where you could find eastern diamondbacks you can find pygmies you can find copperheads you can find um gopher tortoises i mean you can and and alligators you can find a goddamn alligator i almost crocodile American yeah, crocodile, crocodile. If, you're lucky. if you're real lucky, I think. Uh, I mean, but then there's also like a bunch of like yellow rat snake, this black rat snake, that. There's a bunch of stuff you can find. Coral snakes. Yeah, I uh, mean, you can do a good thing out of Florida. That would be cool. Yeah, um, be a good time. It, it, it's just it's one of those things that I think that would be. It, so when we were in Australia, we we obviously did like, you know, 
Kakadu or Langi, um, Uluru, things like that. We didn't do Uluru. I didn't do Uluru. What the hell am I saying? <laughs> um, but we, we did those um, those hikes and stuff through that stuff onto those plateaus and, and rocks and things like that. And it was really, really cool. Yeah. And then having going up the mountain in Texas really kind of almost plugged you back in with that kind of stuff. So you're yeah. exactly correct. If I had visited Texas, I'm not sure if I would have been like, I'm going to climb that one. Yeah. Like without Rob saying, no, no, this is going to be cool. Which, well, I, I've sort of stumbled upon a, a, another hobby that I want to uh, sort of uh, is hiking. You know, yeah. I mean, going and seeing these places is like. Dude, uh, and you know what? Who knows what you're going to find? There are numerous times people going up the mountain or a trail. And they stumble upon something. Yeah. Not necessarily going out there to meaning to look for it. Well, I think, I think, you know, finding all the rare snakes, they're out looking for the damn birds. Right. I think with all of us, I think at least on this trip and all the Australia trips and like most of the trips that I've been on with people as a recent, um, but it's not just the reptiles. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just being in nature. Um, you, I, I'm just as excited to see an elk yeah. because I've never seen one before to, to, to see, uh, you know, um, an Aatrox, but probably a little more excited to see yeah. the Aatrox, but still I can appreciate, like to bit. me, it's yeah. still, it's not a lose if I come across an elk or whatever, you know, it's, it's to me that, that's yeah. well, I mean, and that was something I was talking with Justin cause he does the birding and stuff like that. Yeah. And he says that, but there's a, there's like a point system or like a year or like, Hey man, I went to, I, I went birding all year and I found this many species or I documented this many species of bird. And they're like, Oh shit, that's a good achievement. Like, why is that not in herping? Like, why can't I have like what's considered like a great year herping and be like, you know, almost celebrated. Like, why can't, why aren't there people who just, kill it with herping and post all their pictures and then like are almost like stamped in or something like that. Like these bird people, um, they can, I, I don't know. Just was kind of explaining to it and I'm kind of messing it up. Like they had like the best year, which is they get over a certain number of species of bird. It was sort of that, like a contest. So yeah. it would be like, if it was me, you, Rob and Justin, it would have been like two of us and two of us. And yeah. And they sort of, I like, mean, like, you know, and it's almost like you should, we just start awarding points to like, <laughs> certain animals and then build it up. All the points with the Owen belly. I mean, that's, <laughs> like, unfortunately for everybody, that's like 2 billion points. <laughs> yeah. You, you so know. Now everyone is behind us for the rest of time. Right. So <laughs> even though you may have found more animals, that's adorable. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's, it, it, yeah. I mean, I know and then I think about, I mean, I don't know about you, but I think about things like, you know, um, going to other places like yeah. going to Mexico, going to South America, going to, that would be cool. Know, Doing uh, urban South America. Africa. Dude, going to Africa. Cause like, you can be like, ah, cool reptiles. Africa. But then like, that's a giraffe. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, yeah. Here come some lions. That's I mean, a like, leopard. You know, There's gorillas it's, on the hill. I mean, like, yeah, it's like I would love to find some reptiles. Oh, cool. An elephant. Like it's, <laughs> It's not yeah. a lose. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, obviously more trips to come um, for us. I, you know, to me, I know everybody always talks about, and, and I'm not knocking this at all, but for me right now, 
where I'm at is like, I, I don't know if I'll ever go to a reptile show again, because if I have to choose between herping or a reptile show, you I'm hurt it, man. You know, um, maybe we'll pop in on a Tinley at some point just to have everybody get shocked that we're there. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not saying that never say never, cause you never know how things will shake out or right. you know, but if you're available to go away at no, this time. But like but, if you got to plan a trip to, to Australia and then they're like, why aren't you coming to Tinley? I have other things. Like it's yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, man. If it's yeah, Australia it or Tinley, know, sorry, no, Tinley, sorry. you're gonna lose every time. time. Yeah. <laughs> There's <laughs> no way. I don't. I don't it's, yeah. You you understand? You just don't. Yeah. Because I mean, we sort of talked about this uh, mm. on the trip, but I think for me, I'm done vending shows. I think <laughs> if, um, if I'm gonna but do you loved it so much, the two times I made you do it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think for me, it's gonna be you know online sales and you know not. We we've talked a little bit more about like you know you and me have talked about online sales, wholesaling, things like that, just to kind of. Um, uh, breeding's fun. Breeding's cool, but there are a lot of babies. And like Rob says, we're insane people that have too many snakes. So every once in a while, you kind of just want to cut down the number really quickly and be like, and here we go. And now everything's stress-free, you know? Um, yeah. And I can understand that. And that's everybody to each their own, whether you want to do shows, whether you want to do online sales, whether you want to have a collection that's big, or if you want to keep it small. I mean, that's. Yeah. And if you're talking about, Rob's collection, man. Those Jamaican boas. They're Holy so cool. Shit. Like, they, like he had 60 animals, maybe, you think? Probably, yeah. Close. Like but each one's a heavy hitter. Yeah. Like each one's like, that's Jamaican badass. Boas. Holy shit. That's awesome. Holy crap, that's cool. We found out you don't know how to handle Timor pythons. No. no. <laughs> yeah, I got sprayed. Yeah. Um, yeah, he had great animals. His um, remember you, you well his his bull snakes, <laughs> which were incredible. Yeah, yeah. And then um, you know uh, what was the other one? The uh, speckled king snakes, right? Yep, yep. Those were pretty. Yeah. I like those. Poor man's diamond pythons. Yeah, yep, yep. Them and the Timors and uh, um, I got to take a look at his rhinos, and he had all his boas set up. Which is really cool because it was like nighttime, they're all out. Daytime, yeah. gone. Yeah. Yeah, Rob has this cool setup where he has like uh, the red lights going mm-hmm. in his room. So you can come mm-hmm. down and sort of observe them in um, in the darkness where you can still sort of see them. Which is weird and, because uh, they knew exactly where we were. Like they were <laughs> like, like, it's kind of reddish, kind of dark, and they're looking directly at us. And it's right. like, okay, if I open that, I'm going to get lit up. I know that. <laughs> like it's... yeah. Um, they were so cool, but yeah, man, good stuff, good stuff. So yeah. I guess if you're if you're thinking about taking a trip, um, stop thinking and do it. Just do it. Do Especially it. you know if you're here in the U.S. and you know maybe you you haven't gone outside of your state or you sort of stay local or whatever. You know, I think with the whole COVID thing and all, it's definitely a concern for people. But like yes. um, we we planned our our plane rides later in late at night. Yeah, um, sort of flew overnight, so there was less people in the airport and less you people on the plane. And you wear masks. Yeah. They take your temperature. It was kind Washing of like, wasn't that, everything. It wasn't, wasn't horrible. Um, obviously, there is still that need to quarantine when you get home and stuff like that. Um, we brought a doctor with us. Um, he's apparently <laughs> not a medical doctor. I can't keep calling him that. Um, yeah. But 
you know, he was there to give us pointers and tell right. us what not to do. He plays one uh, on the two peds in the pot. Yeah, you know? yeah. He plays. He's a he's a he's the the uh, official medical doctor of uh, two peds in a pod. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, overall, it was a great trip. Had a great yep. time. Yep. Uh, you know, we didn't die. So Justin and Rob, awesome guys. Great to, uh, to herp with. And it was really uh, I cool. look forward to, uh, herping with them again, you know? And we, we got to meet Rob's wife. Um, oh yeah. Huge thanks to her yep. for, yep. uh, it was awesome. Uh, stay at her place. Yep. Making and, sure we ate. <laughs> And oh yes, and drank water because she's like, I'm not dealing with you guys. You have altitude sickness. We're like, what now? <laughs> she's yeah. like, um, but it was it was funny because she's like, I can finally put like faces to names, and now I know who like keeps talking to my husband for like five <laughs> hours. hours. And we're like, I yeah, I'm like that's him. I'm just here. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah so. me, me and Rob at least once a week talk for a few hours. You know? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But, uh, so. Good times. I I guess um yeah, well I guess if you're if you're cool, we'll wrap it up and uh, I mean we can wrap it up with the final story of what happened over here when I wasn't here. Oh yeah. Let, yeah. yeah. Let's talk so, about that because that's fun. Yeah, it's good fun. So obviously I had other buddy watch the snakes and he did a good job and I told him I'd give him a shout out because nothing died. Oh good good job, buddy. Now that I've finished that obligation, um so I came home and we landed at six in the morning and okay. we, you and I came, we boarded the plane at 80 degrees and we came off the plane at 50 degrees. So we were very tired. And then when the door opened in Philadelphia, I was awake immediately. <laughs> so it was like cold. So we got back to your house and I decided I'm going to drive home. So I drove home. Right. And I get home and I'm kind of lounging about, I, I call Melissa, talk to her. Um, and then I'm like, all right, well, you know, I'm going to go downstairs, check on the snakes and take a shower, go downstairs, checking on the snakes and stuff like that. And I go walking around and I see the bunch of broken glass on the floor. I'm like, that's not good. And then I look at the pied retic cage and it's big. There's a hole in the glass. And I'm <laughs> oh like, boy. I'm like, all right, well, he couldn't have gotten out of that hole. Right. He got out of that hole. So I'm like, all right. So there's a rather large pissed off retic somewhere loose in the house. Oh boy. <laughs> and then I start, I start noticing that stuff on top of the Timor cage has been knocked over. Okay. I'm like, all right, he's probably up there. So go get a hook, go get a stool, start peeking over the top of the cage. And sure enough, he's there, but he's clearly sleeping because otherwise I would have gotten lit up. So I go to grab him. He does not want to go willingly. He starts dragging stuff off the top of the cage, starts knocking stuff over. Then he finally decides he's had enough of me and tries to bite me. He doubles back. He misses. I fall off the stool. So now the snake is flying. I'm flying. Everything's craziness. Grab the snake, throw it in a cage in the snake room. So now I've successfully had a python that punched its way out of its cage with its own head. And I'm like, all right. That's so like fun. I'm like, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so I call Melissa and I'm like, I hate these retics. <laughs> she's like, me too. I don't even, I don't even see them. I hate them too. Sell them. I'm like, sweet. So if anybody wants some retics, <laughs> there you go. Goddamn right. 
<laughs> that was a fun trip down into a species that was not meant for Owen. Like it was just, I need to go back to carpets. I need to go back to small pythons, not these brutes that are just use their faces battering rams. Yeah, man. <laughs> we told you. <laughs> I did. Shut up. All right. I, these are things I need to learn from myself. Yeah, man. Sometimes you do. God, <laughs> like it, it, it used its head. To break glass. Come on. That's crazy. Dumb animal. Thank God it didn't hurt itself. Because, I mean, I was expecting it to be cut, cut. hurt. It was funny. You know, sometimes what they do is, um, I know with, with at least I was telling you earlier, with poplin yeah. pythons. what the pushing? Do, like, This is the actual poplin python. Yeah. No, they'll just, like, it's not even like they're trying to break the glass. I think they just sort of like flex, like they yeah. sort of push against it and it just, yeah. their strength. They're so strong. And but people that, forget this. They eat scrub pythons. That is true. <laughs> so they eat crocodile monitors. So yeah. like we make this big deal about these species, like, Oh my God, they're, I mean, dude, or, you know, but it's just like, it's, it's mad respect to the pop, pop one python, dude. Yeah. 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 So they're they're uh, they're species you don't want to uh, to mess with. But with retex, yeah, I mean, I remember when I was a kid, uh, same similar type of thing happened. My dad had these berms, busted the window, climbed up into the ceiling, went screw that, I mean, went screw across that. the ceiling into the washroom where the washroom oh, dryer was, God. and it was sort of just hanging out in there. And then my mom went to do the say your mom got it. That <laughs> was not a good day. <laughs> You know? Your dad was not having a good day that day. Yeah. But yeah. it's I, I'm listen, I've messed up plenty of times where I've left the cage unlocked many right. times. I'm an idiot. Right. But to have an animal forcibly break its cage open? Yeah. Go to hell. These are monitors. Like, you know, done, done. So yeah, sell Re- these and then and then I'll call Garrett and get a super dwarf. There you go. There you go. Now, talking. now we're now we figured it out. We'll see if Garrett listens if he hits you up. You know. Oh, see. I mean, this is a test. Every once in a while, I drop people's names and animals I'm interested in to see if anybody calls me. No yeah. one does. <laughs> but somehow, no one calls no one me. Does. No one does. I don't understand. No one does. They just call me and they say, "Are you willing to sell me your team or pythons?" No. Get <laughs> <laughs> yeah. out of here. Right. Um. All right. So yeah, I guess on the next week's episode, we're going to be uh, revealing the uh, calendar contest. I mean, we're almost at um, our anniversary. Holy crap. I think uh, it's the anniversary show. And then it's a couple shows. It was the 22nd, 20, somewhere between the 22nd and 25th that the first episode with just myself aired. <laughs> we don't count that one. No, no, that, one. no, that is, oh, no, yeah. that's lost to the annals of time. But, but it, it's, we're at nine, ye- nine, year? yeah, nine, nine years? Nine years. Also, yeah. yeah. It, it, and then I love it because, uh, you know, we're getting closer to the holiday show. Yeah. Um, oh, we got a lot of people with grievances. By lists, like people are making lists. <laughs> They're making lists. This is bad, dude. <laughs> yeah. like, this, they want to air their grievances. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah. that should be uh, should be exciting. But uh, but yeah, and then on top of that, we have some cool things uh, lined up um, that uh, should be should be pretty interesting with uh, yep. guests coming up. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, we you know ride us right out to the end of the year, and then I guess we'll do it all again. <laughs> we do it again until we die. Got yeah. it. We're gonna do. Um, 
Um, so think about your thoughts, Owen, but we're going to do a proper, uh, breeding, uh, episode. Um, again, 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 Again. how do we breed our carpet pythons? Well, I think each year, year, I don't know. There's nine years. Each year you learn a little more. No, I don't. And each year you do a little more with like, and I I think uh, we always talk about those trickier species that we're working with. The ones that uh, keep constantly failing at. Well, we did olives. Oh, yeah, those. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? I did the same thing as I do with my car. Shut up. We did that all the same. It doesn't matter. Right. But uh, but that'll be uh, on the list. Python I don't know fit if... into two categories: carpets and bread lie. So they either treat them like a carpet, or you treat it like a bread lie. Yeah. Olives, you treat it like a bread lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's Owen's breeding. Hello, That's kids. Breeding. <laughs> so you want to be a breeder? Buy yeah. my book. It's right. only twelve pages long. Right. I'll tell you what, man. I can't wait for the new complete carpet to come out. Dear God. Yeah, that should be yes. awesome. So, um, but. Yeah, shout out to uh, to Rob and to Justin. Awesome trip, yep. and uh, hopefully we get to do it again uh, sometime soon. And uh, yeah, man, we'll uh, yeah keep it going. So for Murray, for us, MurrayPythonRadio.net is the website. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, info at MurrayPythonRadio.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Um, yeah, and if you want to listen to the podcast, just uh, download, uh, just go to whatever podcast app you choose to use and just look up Murray Python Radio. And remember that Carpet Cliff Notes is on a separate one and Student of the Serpent's on the second one. And by the way, I haven't mm-hmm. heard nothing from the guy. We have yeah, two episodes email, of Kaluma Corner. Yeah, email him because I want to get that going. So. so maybe just make up something for the meantime. Um, yeah, all right. And then we'll put it up so we can get those up. Um, and, yeah, and I'll, I'll call. I'll talk to Riley this week because we may have to record two more just to kind of punch those out. Yep. Um, but I will make something up. I will get we some. Do an episode on hmm? the snakes we found, like the patch gonna, nose snake. The, like patch nose and the night snake, we can. Just saying. Yeah. You, know, you have first-hand experience of the environment. I do. I know what it looks like now. That's right. Half the shit he tells me, I'm like, that's not a word. And he goes, <laughs> I'm like, oh. Yeah. So, yeah. So good stuff. So, uh, and then for me, E.B. Morelia, um, uh, website, ebmorelia.com. And then uh, you can find me on uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram. That's all I got. Cool. Uh, also, go over to the Teespring store. Check out the NPR uh, merch that's over there for its NPR, EB Morelia, Rogue Reptiles, and Carpet Fest shit over there. So you can go grab hoodies, sweatshirts, um, t-shirts, mugs. There's a bunch of stuff over there. So go check that out. Uh, for me, you can go to rogue-reptiles.com. Check out all the animals we have going on at Rogue. You can also give us a like on Rogue Reptiles on Facebook.com. My Instagram is rogue underscore reptiles. Um, try to post up a bunch of pictures. Uh, we have a, I have a ton of animals for sale right now. Everything from uh, bread light, hundred percent head stonewash, caramels, caramel jags, um, caramel, 66% pos head exanic. And I only have two female olive pythons left. So if you've been kind of on the fence and you haven't jumped on those yet, you're down to only two left. So move, move quickly. Do it. Yeah, do it now. Um, yeah. So that's it. And uh, we'll say thank you all for listening. 
and uh, we'll catch everybody back here next week for some more Morelia Python Radio. Good night.